This is Scott Becker with the Becker Private Equity Podcast. Thrilled today to visit with Rick Tess. Rick is a brilliant partner at RSM, sort of the leading consulting advisory firm in the middle market for private equity. Used to be a middle market. Now it's big market as well. Rick, always thrilled to get to visit with you and talk about what trends you're watching in the private equity business. It's been a slower year generally for transactions, strategics doing more business. Tell us what you're seeing and, and when will there be a rebound in private equity spend? Because we know that the private equity businesses are institutional need to put money to work. What are some of the things that you're watching? Yeah, um, Scott, I, I think your perspective is, is well taken and, and similar to what we see, you know, a slow, a slower year uh, as, as everybody is experiencing and, you know, still, you know, investment from strategics and others. But, you know, I, I, as you mentioned, you know, there's a lot of money dry powder there. So it's just kind of the question of when is that going to be put, put into use? And I think a lot of Kind of the noise we had heard was, you know, uncertainty around interest rate environments. We all know what's going up. We just didn't know how far it would go. And I think, you know, hopefully we're starting to see some of that um, kind of become a little bit more um, predictable and hopefully, you know, maybe a slowdown in, in raising of interest rates. And, and we can start to kind of plan on, you know, some certainty around, um, you know, maybe where, where the, where the, you know, top of that you know, interest rate rising environment might be and, and start to put some of that money to work. Cause I think we all expect that money to be invested at some point in the future. Um, you know, it just, I think, you know, that money in addition to debt usually is what fuels the investment and, you know, until, you know, the debt part of that equation is really, you know, predictable and known and, 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 you know, kind of, you know, being able to be used, then I think we're going to kind of still be in this stage of people waiting to see when things kind of come together. It, it seems like as soon as we start to get close to a ceiling on rates, some news comes out that causes some trouble. Today, it was the wholesale inflation data was higher than expected. This makes it so hard to plan, doesn't it? This lack of clarity of all these different factors that go into interest rates, because right when we think we're close, the Middle East conflict leads people to believe the Fed's going to stop for a while. Then you see wholesale inflation data go in the wrong direction today, go higher than expected. But it's very hard to predict, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's that that's a very salient point, uh, Scott. I think you know a lot of times you know when we talk to our clients and we talk you know maybe at a conference, we try to think how do we synthesize a comment and make it digestible and easy to understand. And the problem with you know, what the Fed does in determining interest rates is there's no one point of data that drives the decision, right? Like it could just be jobs. It could, you know, it could just be inflation. But, you know, as you mentioned, it's, you know, geopolitical items. It's also, you know, savings rates and other kind of points of data that all influence what the decisions will be. So unfortunately, like to your point, you know, there's not just one point of data that we can point to and say, well, if this point of data starts to trend in the direction that the Fed wants it to, they'll stop increasing rates. But, you know, there's probably 20 different points of data that influence them, you know, all obviously some weighted higher than others, but nevertheless, all 20 being important in that decision. A hundred percent. So we're watching sort of, I feel like private equity deal activity is picking up some. Latest pitch book shows that in the last quarter, more strategic than private equity, but part of that's based on some disproportionate huge deals in the 
strategic sector with Amazon, CVS, One Health, and some others. But what's your sense of where this is going? Have you started to see some pickup in interest from private equity deal activity and some interest in sale activity? Yeah, I mean, I think the the you know for me a lot of anecdotal data is how often you know I'm receiving a, a phone call or an email that says, "Hey, Rick, I need to get on the call and talk about this opportunity we're looking at." Right, and I feel like that volume is definitely increasing. I'm busier than I was, you know, fielding those kinds of conversations six months ago. Um, so I think to your point, deal volume is ticking up. Uh, at least from you know my you know literal vantage point of the world, as you mentioned, we do a lot of work with private equity groups and kind of particularly in the middle or the high end of the middle market. And so I think that sector of the economy is still you know or not still is is maybe picking up a bit, and we're seeing a little bit more of that inbound kind of you know hey we need help on this deal kind of thing. And that, so I think that in particular is is reason for optimism at least for me that you know some of this tide might be turning a bit. Fantastic. And then, Rick, anything else you want to share with the audience today as we watch this deal activity in private equity, pricing and debt and so forth? Anything else you want to share today? I think, you know, obviously, you know, we're kind of coming up into, you know, 2024, um, you know, and obviously that will be an election year, uh, presidential election year and, you know, a lot of governor's uh, election years. And, you know, I think that will just kind of again, add another component of, um, you know, noise to the to the ecosystem of, of deal flow, whether, you know, maybe there's good pieces of data that come out of that process, maybe there's, you know, maybe not so good, but, you know, I think in an election year, um, you know, I'm starting to really hear that become, you know, part of the conversation more and more, um, you know, even though it's still, you know, over a year away, um, but, you know, nevertheless, I think that's going to continue to kind of be another part of the of the dialogue that we hear over the next 12 months. Thank you very much. Rick, it's always great to talk to you. I always learn something. Thank you for joining us on the Becker Private Equity Podcast again. Rick Kess, a brilliant partner at RSM. Thank you for joining us on the Becker Private Equity Podcast. Thank you, Scott.